Welcome in to Episode 5 of the Agsbury Equipment Podcast, Priming the Pump. I'm your host, Jason Danley, and today we will be talking with Andy Randall. He is the CEO of Ace Pump in Memphis, Tennessee. Thank you again for joining us here on the podcast. Of course, we've got plenty of uh, great episodes for you to check out on whatever podcasting provider it is that you prefer to listen to your podcast on, whether that be Spotify or iTunes or Podbean or uh, Pandora. That is a new one. We're on Pandora. Also, TuneIn Radio, I believe. We've, we've got the podcast up everywhere. So if you've, got, if you've got an audio device on your phone, you can just go on there and download that thing right there. Something like that. I don't know why. Well, I guess I, I, I talked. That was a terrible Elvis impersonation, by the way. But we're talking Memphis. We're talking Tennessee. Um, we're we're going to be talking with a man from Memphis, Tennessee. So that's that's the excuse for the horrific impersonation there. I, I make no promises. I'll never do that again. I'll probably do it again. Because um, if there's anything anybody knows about me, it is occasionally making a fool of myself, which apparently I'm pretty good at. Um, because I spend 30 minutes roughly talking to myself and, and guests on this podcast in a completely uh, made-up fashion. So there you have it, everyone. All right. Um, also, we've got some uh, other good guests coming up on the podcast. If you have a, a suggestion for a guest, somebody that you would like to uh, hear on the podcast, uh, reach out to me. I would be more than willing uh, to uh, uh, take your suggestions uh, if you have my email address, which is my name, jason.danley at agspray.com, uh, you can certainly uh, email me or maybe uh, more easily uh, you can uh, email fargo at agspray.com. That will also get to me. And uh, I'll explore any and all guests and uh, bring them into the program because we certainly like to, to talk to people not just about the world of liquid application and spraying, but all things ag, things that are ag-related, those that are working in ag that have got an interesting story. We just we want to keep this uh, podcast as loose as possible and as informative as possible. And we welcome into the podcast the CEO of Ace Pumps, his name, Andy Randall. Andy, thank you very much for joining us here today. Uh, excited to learn more about uh, some of the stuff that's going on with Ace Pumps. Thanks for coming on. Well, Jason, thanks for having me. Uh, I was really flattered that you wanted to talk with me about this, these subjects today, and I look forward to hopefully uh, giving you some information that will be helpful to you and your customers. Well, uh, the way I see it, you know, this is, uh, you know, I, I've been in this industry for a number of years, and, and I'm excited to see some of the things that are going on with Ace Pumps and some of the other guests that we've had on, too, obviously, because there's some new, exciting, innovative things happening in the world of ag. And for companies like yourself, there, there's not a lot of outlets out there to, to talk about it outside of maybe putting out a press release and going to a trade show and, and talking to some of the people there. So that's ultimately my goal with this podcast is to get that information out. So it's kind of a nice segue into some of the recent news uh, about Ace Pumps and uh, you know some of the awards that have actually come out. Uh, I guess talk about some of the stuff uh, most recently coming out of that World Ag Expo in uh, the Ace Pro 5 Series pumps, you, you guys have been doing some innovating, and, and that pump specifically uh, brought home some hardware. Well, it has been a rapidly changing market in the past 10 years, 10, 12 years. Uh, a lot of things have been have been changing. You know, Ace goes back 70, we just had our 75th anniversary, and, uh, you know, you can't keep doing the same old things and expect, things to continue on but uh we did we were pleased to win a top 10 new product award uh at the world ag expo 
uh, this year and uh, for our new Pro 5 series, like you mentioned. And uh, over about the past 10, 12 years, we've been developing newer products. Um, we had developed first our Max series, which was kind of our first from the ground up in a number of years, you know, designs geared more towards modern spraying. Um, what we're, you know, what we've seen uh, in the market in recent years, though, is that, uh, you know, the pump is the key, uh, I guess you'd say the heart of almost every piece of equipment it's on. And if the pump is not working, then uh, the machine's not working. And that's whether it's a piece of road construction equipment or a piece of ag equipment. So we really have refocused in recent years on reliability. And that's where we developed the, you know, the Oasis wet seal uh, to protect the, uh, I guess, the pump mechanical seals, which are the most common failure that you would get in a centrifugal pump, either from you know, abrasive wear or from run dry. And, you know, so that has been a, a real improvement uh, to reliability for the end user because uh, they can't you know, make money and get the job done when the sun's shining and the wind's not blowing mm -hmm. if, if their equipment's not up and running. So the Pro 5 series is basically taking that tech, Oasis wet seal technology and some of the other improvements that we made, you know, to these newer products back into our more standard series of pumps that, uh, like our FMC HYD204 and and 15206 models that we've had out for a number of years. Absolutely, and um, and it's been some yeah. some some nice things you've done with that. And the thing that that I think you know the emphasis needs to be on you know the Max series obviously were some of the the, the larger pumps you know three inch input two inch output you know a little higher volume. But this, I, I kind of look at this as more of the, the everyday sprayer pump, you know, inch and a half in, inch and a half out, you know, even, and then some versions smaller than that. You know, this is more of uh, the everyday pump that now has that wet seal technology. And it, it and it's, uh, it's good to see some, some forward movement on this. Well, the, the other thing we've, we've seen in recent years is a big, you know, uh, a move away so much from uh, as much, well, we, we're still doing the spraying, but in addition, what we've seen is the precision application of fertilizers. And so as part of that, we've seen a lot of use of our products uh, in recent years on planter liquid systems um, and on, you know, fertilizer applicators. So these guys are, are now, you know, applying more rather than just a, a blanket in the fall and that's your fertilizer for next year, they're applying your starter two by two. Um, and on planters in particular, there's so much to keep an eye on that uh, run dry is definitely an issue and can happen if you run out of liquid. Also, you've got the fertilizers, but unlike um, a sprayer, they don't have a rinse tank on those units. so. You end up with fertilizer residues that can dry up and cause, uh, you know, abrasive issues with the seals. So um, that's really why we started on the low end of this range, the 125 series pumps, and are working our way kind of back up uh, to some of the larger pumps in the series. So uh, we released uh, last year the 125 and the 155 versions of those uh, products. And it does look like, obviously, with the 
award from the World Ag Expo that it has been well received. And I'm excited as, as we head into spring to see some of our customers uh, continue using these pumps and, 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 and begin using these pumps as the, the technology mm-hmm. uh, is there. So it, 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 is, uh, it is a good time of year to be talking about these, especially as you talked about, you know, the application of liquid fertilizer. You know, that's obviously along with spraying. That's kind of our, you know, bread and butter customers when it comes to, you know, springtime. We're putting that down you know, when they're planning, pre-planning, uh, you know, side dressing it throughout the year. So this, uh, it, it's a great application, uh, or excuse me, a great pump for that application. And uh, we're excited to see how it works uh, in, in these coming months. The other thing that's a part of that series, and really, and we've been developing in, in the past, mm, I'd say four or five years, are the PWM uh, integrated motors. Um, because what the other thing that kind of goes hand in hand with the precision application is this pulse width modulated control system, uh, so they can easily and quickly vary rates as they you know drive through the field. Um, so we're seeing uh, we've basically got five different hydraulic motors that basically run the full range of our products from the 206, the 304. Uh, the M16, the M22, and uh, we've integrated the PWM control valve right into that pump uh, motor. So what I guess what we found out there, a lot of people were doing add-on valves, and those valves didn't necessarily, when you pair those valves with a particular pump, you may not get the best control curve. You want a really flat curve where you can get the most resolution over the whole uh, flow range of that pump. And so what we've done is a lot of that uh, R&D work to find the best valve for this particular pump size. And so as a result, we've ended up with basically three or four different uh, valve manufacturers to work with our, you know, across our range of pumps. But uh, by having it all integrated right there, it uh, really... um, it makes it a lot easier to apply, particularly on a towable piece of equipment. Yeah, the, the PWM valve is uh, definitely a piece of technology that uh, a few years ago, uh, I don't want to say it was scarce. It was definitely out there. People were using it, but people weren't thinking of it in the everyday applications on uh, mm-hmm. a planter setup. You know, they're still using a 12-volt pump and a rheostat controller, and now, you know, we're getting the place with this you've got more agitation you got more volume you're putting out there and now you can more accurately uh, run that pump uh, and speeding it up and slowing it down so you get the right application rate quicker than the the uh, the traditional control valve mechanism so this is uh, definitely a nice advancement in, in all of those regards so uh, we we definitely wish you luck with uh, with the new uh, product I guess you'd say the new version of the old product or what whatever we want to call it for sure but but it is a it is a, a move forward there. Now, Andy, we kind of jumped right into the pump here, um, but yeah. uh, I, I want to talk a little bit about you. I mean, you are the, the CEO of, of Ace Pump, uh, and you've been with Ace Pump for a while, and then recently there was uh, an acquisition by Anovi Reverbery, which you've told me I can just refer to AR Pump going forward. <laughs> but That's with that correct. with that uh, <laughs> acquisition, talk a little bit about you know your history with the company you know, previous to the acquisition and how you got started and then, you know, what, when the acquisition took place and just, I guess, give us a little brief history of, of you and uh, Ace Pump. 
Well, uh, I'll try not to bore you too much, but uh, I'm I'm basically a Mississippi farm boy. I grew up on a dairy farm uh, just outside of Starkville, Mississippi, the home of Mississippi State University. Go Bulldogs! And uh, <laughs> the go Bulldogs! And uh, yeah, Hail State! Uh, but uh, you know, I so I, I've got the farm background. We milked about 160 head of of Holstein cows and we you know we grew some corn and hay and you know kind of had the whole operation there when it came time to go to college I didn't you know I had a whole eight mile commute to the university but uh, I decided to uh, get my degree in ag engineering and kind of a dual dairy science major um, and then by the time it came graduation uh, kind of got looking at numbers and it really wasn't beneficial for two I guess there wasn't quite enough money there for two families to make a living off the farm. It's so. funny that you took a class in dairy finance to me because to me that's like a, a one-day pamphlet that there really isn't any so <laughs> find something else. The dairy science? Yeah. yeah oh man oh no we had <laughs> no. so they let me use that as a minor and there I was go. able to you know get enough in there so uh, but um uh, so I started fishing around looking for jobs, and I got a job with the USDA Cotton Division here in Memphis, the classing office, and uh, so that's what got me to the Memphis area. And after about four and a half years, I got thinking, not sure I want to work for the government for the rest of my life. Um, put out a few feelers, and uh, that's when I met Roy Bell, and the opportunity at Ace Pump came up. Um, so... Next week will be my 25th anniversary here. So, excellent. Uh, uh, been around for just a little few days now, but uh, you know the Bell family were they. It was their business from the origin. Roy uh, Senior, Roy Junior, and then Roy the Third had all run the company um, for the 72 years prior to that, and uh, they treated me like family and. Um, and 
um, we're actually leveraging their uh, international sales group for sales outside of the U.S. Um, so it's really been a, been a really uh, good uh, fit for, no. for all involved, I think. Uh, I, I would say so. I mean, we've and certainly when you you partner with somebody like AR they they are looking towards the future and and much like the first pump we were talking about there's those opportunities then obviously um that they want to support you and see it grow and grow the business so uh, it it has been uh it has been good to see you know they uh, you always get a little fearful sometimes when you see acquisitions um but it is good to see that things are are going quite well and you know Backing up a little bit to a few things you said there, you know, going yes, back sir. to going back to, uh, you know, to our listeners out there, how I met Andy Randall was at uh, one of our trade shows, a big iron farm show in Fargo. And Andy and I got to talk and we found out uh, as we were going, we, we both had very similar backgrounds uh, growing up on dairy farms, working in ag and uh, deciding maybe the whole dairy farm lifestyle wasn't exactly what we wanted for the rest of our life. And, and so here we are in this world. And then. Also, at the same time that you had told me that you went to Mississippi State, at that time, a friend of mine was on the coaching staff down there. So, got to get down to Starkville and, and, and see your old stomping grounds there. And uh, I couldn't understand why you, you, you like being in that area and, and, and a great place of the world. And uh, I learned a lot about Mississippi State as an ag college. I guess being from the north, as, as you probably would call it, uh, I was uh, maybe grossly underestimating what Mississippi State was as a college, but th- that has a, a huge ag, ba- ag background and then uh, obviously a huge uh, vastness, I guess you could say, of crops that are grown in that area. So uh, I-, I guess somebody like me coming from the outside, uh, it was uh, it was uh, eye-opening to me to see what Mississippi State and just that general area of uh, Mississippi and-, and Tennessee had to offer in terms of ag. They do have some. They have some fantastic programs. Yeah, they sure do. And and I was fortunate enough to have it right in my backyard. I kind of took it for granted. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we move forward, I mean, we've talked about some of these new products that you've had come out, and then the awards that you've <laughs> won. You know, what what sort of future products do you have in development, or or maybe tweaking some current products that you know might be of interest to our listeners? Just some some different things that you've got going on, maybe behind the scenes at Ace. Well, within this Pro 5 series, uh, the like I said, the 125, 155 we introduced last year. Later this year, we'll bring in the 255, which is the two-inch, the larger pump, um, with the same option. We've designed that series with some common parts that run throughout because our products in the past kind of came along one at a time, and everything was unique. So we're we're trying to make it a little easier too for dealers and, and folks out there that are trying to keep parts on the shelf uh, to have as much interchangeable as possible. Um, just last week, we released a new poly self priming version of our uh, GE or our 75 and HY and 85 series pumps. Um, those have found a nice niche market in the uh, UTV. Uh, and small little ATV trailer sprayers and this type thing. Um, so those, you know, are are uh, really starting to grow in popularity as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And uh, we got a few other things up our sleeve that I probably shouldn't be talking about <laughs> just yet. So you'll have to have me back in the near future. There we go. It's 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 a good segue <laughs> to get you to come back. But yeah, you you mentioned the the seventy five series pump there and some of the changes to that. I saw that come out, and that was nice to see. As as you know, uh, farming gets bigger and bigger, and all the pieces of equipment get bigger. All of a sudden, people realize. Oh, we still need that smaller sprayer, but we we want a smaller sprayer that's a little more efficient, and that and that is a great pump, as you mentioned, on UTV sprayers, uh, much like our sixty-five gallon uh, UTV sprayer that we have, and our hundred and ten gallon mm-hmm. uh, sprayer. I mean, it, it it is a nice pump to have on there to uh, have a little more volume, a little more uh, pressure and, and effectiveness uh, coming out of that pump. You know, Fantastic, yeah, and and the self-priming version, you know, a lot of those. You know, you can't get the pump right down against the bed. And uh, so this gives it a little bit of height where if you're running low on fluid in your tank, it can still, uh, you know, reprime itself uh, as you get down near the bottom of your tank. So I think that's going to be beneficial to a lot of folks. I can't go a day, it seems like, or none of us can really go a day right now without talking a little bit about uh, the coronavirus and uh, how it has affected business in the last year, whether it be on the negative side or maybe some positives that have come out of it. I guess, how has uh, the coronavirus and some of the restrictions and changes that have come from that, how has that affected ACE over the last year? Well, we've been very fortunate. Um, you know, from the beginning, I guess we were considered an essential business, so we never had to close our doors. Um, we have changed the way we do things in-house a bit. We, you know, we've adopted some safety uh, procedures we're fortunate enough to have a, a lady uh, on our cleaning staff who works at the hospital at night. And so she knows just what to do to help keep us safe as well. So that's been been good. You know, we've had a, a few people out quarantining, a few people that have had the virus, but uh, no transmitted cases within our walls here, which has been good. You know, it's all been family contact, that sort of thing. Uh, so with for the most part it really hasn't slowed us down um we saw you know a little bit of softness in the market last year i think during the height of the pandemic just because uh you know it, unfortunately it hit right at our busy you know ag season mm-hmm. um, but uh, most folks like you guys continued to work right through it because the crops had to go in um and uh but and we're really encouraged to see that you know in the fourth quarter came on strong and this year so far is looking really strong um uh, so we're just trying to right now figure out how we can make more yeah we're we are very much in the the same world where uh we you know we we continued through things last spring and found found new and innovative ways to make sure we could keep our doors open and, and keep our uh, we keep our employees healthy, and I think we've got a grasp on that now. What that needs to look like here in the in the short term and and in the long term, and much like you, mm-hmm. yeah, things have been going gangbusters since last fall and into this spring here now, and uh, we we just got to find ways to make sure we keep product going out the doors and and, and keep our customers happy because. Uh, it's always crazy to think, you know, January gets here and we kind of go, okay, you know, we got a little time. And then all of a sudden February hits and you realize you got 28 days and it's March and March means spring and we are going to be going gangbusters. So <laughs> it's it, it's crazy to be talking about spring when we have the weather that we do right now. But needless to say, it, it is here and upon us. <laughs> 
Yes, it is. Yeah, it is hard to think of spring uh, at the temperatures we got today, but uh, yes, it will be here in a blink of the eye. Well, Andy, that that kind of wraps things up for the for the podcast here. I do have one final question, very important question, uh, very high level here. Uh, will Mike Leach get things turned around with Mississippi State? What's the outlook on the Bulldogs this year? <laughs> uh, that is a good question, one which I am not qualified to answer. <laughs> I can just say we've got high hopes. Uh, so we'll see. This will be his first opportunity to recruit his own players. And uh, it sounds like we're going to have more quarterbacks than we know what to do with. So uh, hopefully we got uh, the rest of the team to uh, to connect with oh there you go well as as a a guy that grew up in nebraska and follows the corn huskers it's a little different we have fewer quarterbacks right now to work with so we'll we'll maybe we'll trade those problems with one another i don't know we all of a sudden we'll turn this into a sports talk podcast there you go there you go i tell you i think uh, people just need to give uh, these coaches a little bit of time to get settled in but you know everybody's a Everybody's a, an expert when it comes to college sports, right? Yeah, exactly. That's that's why we do what we do, Andy. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast, Andy. All right. Thank you for having me, Jason. I appreciate it. And once again, we thank Andy Randall of Ace Pump uh, for joining us here on the podcast. Well, that's going to do it, folks. Thank you again very much for tuning in to uh, Episode 5 of the Angspray Equipment Podcast, Priming the Pump. Remember, as in life and in pumping, always remember to prime your pump. Never want to run dry, overheat, or cause damage when you don't have to. Stay efficient and work hard. So make sure your pump is primed. This has been Priming the Pump. Thank you, everybody, for listening in, and we'll catch you on the next episode.